Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. No LeVar Arrington. Much deserved day off in Stick City, but he'll be back coming up tomorrow here on the show. So Brady Quinn and I are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so and we bring it to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack We'll help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. My man, Brady Quinn. Yeah, what's up, Jonas? Yeah. Yeah. Hour two, baby. Let's roll. Um, So the Buffalo Bills are in kind of this weird spot, seemingly. We've talked about this at various points during the offseason that they just – Something seems a little off. You know, it just seems like there's, you know, things are a little off there. Well, uh, apparently we now know what the problem was, or at least what the problem was the last time the Bills stepped on a field. The problem was they don't play in a dome. That, according to Isaiah McKenzie, the former Bills wide receiver who's now an Indianapolis Colt, who spoke with Golong's Tyler Dunn and talked about the issues that the Bills had when it came to playing in Buffalo in that playoff game and what their problem was against the Cincinnati Bengals saying, quote, the Bengals ran basic routes. Maybe we should have did that, ran basic routes like out routes, go balls, you know, instead of running routes that you have to be going lateral or coming back to the football or turning and running curls and things like that. If we were in a dome, it would have been a totally different game. End quote from Isaiah McKenzie. Now, Jamar Chase also saw this via social media and said uh, it was the first time he'd ever played in snow. You just got to play at the end of the day. So it feels like 
the Bills might have themselves a problem if what Isaiah McKenzie is saying is true because they are building a new stadium and that too will not have a dome. So we could be looking at like 40 to 50 years now of problems for the Buffalo Bills every time weather is an issue there up in the uh, up in uh, New York and upstate New York there. So. Well, I mean, look, there's some truth to what Isaiah McKenzie is saying. I mean, if they were there a dome, it would have been a different game for, for both teams. Um, I'm not necessarily sure that would have played to the Bills' advantage, though, because it, it wasn't so much the weather factor that I think, and, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second, it wasn't so much the weather factor that really stood out. It was the lack of physicality that the Bills' offensive and defensive lines played with. and That was the biggest glaring difference. And that was the biggest mismatch I thought the Bills were going to have going into it and be able to beat the Bengals with it. That was what was surprising about it. So um, they could talk about the, the weather conditions, but like that is your home field advantage in Buffalo, right? Like, yeah. Isn't weather supposed to be like where you excel and you're able to take advantage of that yes. at home if you're Buffalo? Yes. I mean, if I'm, if, if I'm part of the Bills Mafia and I'm hearing a player say that, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is good. Like, <laughs> th- this, is, this is supposed to be our wheelhouse. This is like our, our home field advantage. You put a dome on that, it all goes away. And, and now we're just trying to rely on winning, I guess, and beating someone in a shootout? Is, is that what you'd rather have? Um, either way, I, I just it's, – it's funny seeing some of the Bengals' comments coming out of it. You know, Jamar Chase saying it's the first time, you know, he's – He's played in, in that's those sort of conditions. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I think, had a little more choice words for Isaiah McKenzie. And, and then the truth of the matter is, it, you know, this is going to be a great matchup moving forward whenever we see the Bills Bengals square off. It's, it's going to be a point on television for that. But also, like, what's the excuse going to be if the Bengals continually, you know, ha- take, take advantage of the Bills? If they end up, you know, all of a sudden just having. The Bills' number, almost similar to how Burrow, to a degree, minus last year, kind of had Kansas City's number as the starting quarterback for the Bengals. Like, what does the narrative change to then? At some point, I think for the Bills, they've got to get over this hump. And and maybe this year, because they don't have the expectations that were placed on them last year, they'll be able to go into the season and not feel the weight of the world and not be the, the betting favorite to go win a Super Bowl. And maybe that'll allow them to play a little more free, a little more loose. But it, it does feel like something's missing. Yeah. You know, Leslie Frazier takes a step back as their defensive coordinator. You know, Ken Dorsey in his first year, I, I think I'm sure there's some things that they they would like to do better. And there's some things they're going to be, you know, trying to, uh, you know, improve upon. I, I think finding more balance, you know, would, would be one of those things. Who knows where Stefan Diggs heads at? You, you feel like it might be in a good place, but the season, it didn't feel like it ended that way. I just feel like there's a lot of question marks around this team, and I'm not saying that they're not going to be the best in the division because of those questions, but it feels like there's momentum, there's hype, there, there's a lot of offseason moves that were made for other teams now that you've got some legit competitors in the AFC East. You and I were texting during the game, and I remember this. Uh, we were texting during that matchup between Cincinnati and Buffalo in the playoff game, and it was early on when since he went down and scored and went up 7 nothing and we were even saying to each other hey this is over like you could just tell that the Bengals were a better team that day you, you could there was just there was a vibe to it to where they had to pan up to DeMar Hamlin and show him arriving at the stadium and they did a close up shop a shot and it was almost like they were using that to fuel the bills and i'm thinking to myself man if, if you're going that direction here when you're at home in a playoff game to try and get this team ready to go when Cincinnati's going up and down the field on them, 
that's a problem. And then just the outburst from Stefan Diggs at the end of that game, just there, there's just something off. And I think, it, you know, it's also why you pointed out that, listen, everybody wanted to celebrate, you know, the selection of Dalton Kincaid in that draft, but it did feel like, was that really where you wanted to go? Like, especially based on how the season ended, I don't know, man. I, I, I wonder, and look, they've got the quarterback, so at least they're going to, you think, and the feeling would be they would be in contention. I just wonder if we've looked at a team and a franchise that's peaked a little bit, and, and maybe they're on the backward slide. Because if you ask me right now, clearly Kansas City, Cincinnati are 1-1A one one in the AFC, and I think the Bills have taken a step back. And it would not surprise me whatsoever if Buffalo finished third in their division this year behind Miami and the New York Jets. Would not surprise me whatsoever. So, you know, the drafting of the Dalton Kincaid, we talked about it, and I think I know the direction obviously the Bills are going. We talked about the difference in that game versus Cincinnati. That's how we let off this this segment. And if they're looking at doing now with with Dalton Kincaid as one tight end um, and then Dawson Knox as the other, more of those two tight end, 12 personnel sets, you know, that might be the direction they're going, where we, we start to see a fair amount of 12 personnel, not as much 11, not as much three wide receiver, you know, one tight end, one running back sets, because that's more the in vogue thing that everyone else is doing right now. And maybe Sean McDermott steps back and says, we need to get back to being able to control games by running the football whenever we want, but then off of that, having the play-action pass, having the deep shots downfield, having the drop-back passing game. And these are all things that we can do out of two tight end sets because of Dalton Cade's ability to split out and, and, and split out almost as a wide receiver. Dawson Knox can do some of that too. But if we've got two guys we feel really good about and two guys we feel like are good enough blockers, now Knox is a better blocker than Dalton Kincaid's going to be, but that personnel grouping might be the way they want to go about handling a lot of the issues that surfaced during that Bengals loss heading into the season. And maybe as everyone else goes one direction, wanting to spread things out more and more 11 personnel, they're saying, no, 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 let's get back to some of those base personnel groupings. See if we can't work on running the football better, more play action, more things to protect Josh Allen from not putting him in a position where he's got to play Superman. And maybe that's more of the direction. So, I, look, they're still the best team in the division, in my opinion. I think the Jets now with Rodgers are right there. It's just a matter of how fast they can all gel together. But it's going to be fascinating to watch this season. Like, the the, the kickoff of the NFL season can't come soon enough. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Uh, here's what else is really fun. We've got some Brady Quinn game show music here. All right, you ready for this? All right, um, now, yeah. now, okay. now you, you've talked about this AFC East, and you just said, hey, you think Buffalo's still the best team in the AFC East. So let me, let me ask you, if you had to guess right now, all right, what would you say the betting odds, courtesy of our friends at DraftKings, would be for the Bills to win the AFC East? And, in fact, what order do you project – that DraftKings and the betting market would say this AFC East is going to shape up like. What would you say it'll, here, Brady? Quinn? It'll say Bills, Jets, Dolphins, uh, Patriots. That is correct. And okay. the betting odds for the Buffalo Bills. Like if I you would had say to they are plus 200. Plus 115. 
Okay. So pretty close to even money. Yeah. And the New York Jets, with Aaron Rodgers and all the buzz and the celebrations in the offseason, and Zach Wilson as the most discussed backup quarterback in the NFL, the New York Jets at plus 280 to win the AFC East. That is juicy, juicy, ripe for the pickings, plus 280 for those New York Jets. I like the Jets, man. Something's wrong in Buffalo. You like the value there on the Jets? Yes, or, plus okay. 280. I well, mean, and there, just because it's plus 280 doesn't mean it's it's great value. I no. mean, we could get into the season, you know, based on their schedule release, which we can kind of comb through that. We're going to see them on primetime a decent amount. Maybe they stumble a little bit, right? And if they ended up opening up one and two, one and three, you would have the opportunity to probably get them at a little better value at that point. But uh, I, look, I think they're probably closer to a favorite to Buffalo than those odds display. But I don't know how much closer until we actually see them play. Yeah. Well, I'm not waiting that long. I may pull the trigger on this right away. I'm just letting you know right now. And I, listen, if, I don't know if we can bet the exact result, but the way I'm feeling right now, I got Jets, Dolphins, Bills, and Patriots in that order of finish. And it would not surprise me if the Buffalo Bills didn't make the playoffs. How's that? You want a hot take? It would not surprise me if the Bills don't make the playoffs. And that, by the way, pays out plus 195. So yeah, that's that's not going to happen. Just throw it out. Just throw it out. I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. But coming up next, though, from the TireRack.com studios, there is somebody in the NFL that is up to the same old tricks again. But this time, did they uncover some bad blood with one of the all-time greats? We'll tell you who that is right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up in, we'll call it a little over 20 minutes from now, later on this hour, we are going to have an FSRIR, a Monday tradition, things in the world of sports and beyond. We have not had a chance to uh, discuss yet, uh, but a little venting session, if you will. So we'll have that for you again a little over 20 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios. Um, I think Jim Mersey might have been at happy hour on Friday. Just, just based on just some of his uh, activity on social media. Okay. Uh, so we talked about, and you uh, talked about your experiences with the great Jim Brown who passed away at the age of 87. And so Jim Irsay decided to pop on social media on Twitter like he likes to do and said, on my list of top five greatest NFL players of all time in our 103-year history, I have my top five as Jim Brown, Tom Brady, John Elway, Deacon Jones, and Reggie White. It's a great huh. list. Great list. All great players. And I, I think a lot of people look at those guys and goes, and they say to themselves, hey, can't argue with a lot of those. Except for the fact that, uh, you know, Peyton Manning was nowhere to be found. Uh, he went on to say that, yeah, no doubt, because I think he got some pushback because Peyton Manning did play there for quite some time there in Indianapolis, that uh, no doubt Peyton, Barry Sanders, and Jerry Rice are in the top ten. It's just that Elway didn't have great offensive players around him till the end when he won two in a row, and his feet were remarkable from baseball talent. So he defended and doubled down putting John Elway on his top five list over Peyton Manning, the same John Elway who refused to play for the Colts organization back when Jim Mersey's dad was around and owned the team. But still, that's the same guy that you would put in over one Peyton Manning. So, uh, I, I mean, look, it's his top five list. Who cares? He can say whatever he wants. But it just – I do wonder if there's some sort of an issue there between him and Peyton Manning, Jim Mersey. Feels like there's a little bit of a divide there between those two. I, I, I mean, let's let's go back to when Peyton Manning um, left. I mean, they, they did release him. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is you can look at that however you want. Um, when you're released from a team, 
there's another term they call it, Jonas. Do you know what that term is? Cut. Cuts. You know what the other term is? What's that? Fired. Okay. That's, and that, that's what it is. When they bring you in, hey, bring your playbook, right? Like, like that whole conversation. They are releasing you. They are cutting you. They are, in essence, firing you because you're under contract. You're no longer – they're no longer under any obligation to pay you for your services. That's what that is. So we can call it a bunch of different things, but they did part ways in, in an amicable way. And the neck injury and the um, – I guess maybe hesitation to want to commit to Peyton moving forward, given that they had the number one overall draft pick. Andrew Luck happened to be that generational prospect that they were going to go draft. All the stars aligned for the Colts to, at that moment, move on. And I think Peyton going to Denver, doing what he did in Denver, getting to two Super Bowls, winning one, having maybe the greatest season we've ever seen or one of the greatest seasons we've ever seen during his time there. Um but really putting together an offensive you know, firepower with that group was pretty remarkable. And it, it almost was maybe even showing Jim Irsay, like, yeah, I, I, still, I still got this. I, I could still do this. Denver still – or excuse me, Peyton still lives in Denver to this day. He's been going to the Western Conference final games. So I, I kind of look at it and think, yeah, maybe there's some, a little bit of bitterness there or discontent just with the, how things ended and how he had to transition to another team. But it's just odd. I mean, someone who has meant so much, especially not only to the franchise, but just to Jim Ursay specifically. And you put Tom Brady on there, who obviously is going to be on the list because he's arguably the greatest of all time. But that was your arch nemesis, right? Like, if Jim Ursay came out, had Peyton ranked ahead of Tom Brady, like, everyone would be understanding. Yeah, You know, like, I don't think they would have – you know, sat there and, and, and really second-guessed anything. So it's just – it's a bit odd that he felt the need to do that. I know it was motivated by the passing of Jim Brown. And, and, and so, obviously, it was paying a compliment to Jim Brown. But, you know, Peyton Manning didn't have to catch a stray just because Jim Ursay wanted to put out a, put out a tweet. It, it's just it, – it's weird. Like, I mean, and if you just – for anything other than the fact that – like, where were the Indianapolis Colts before Peyton Manning arrived – they were just kind of eh, whatever. Like, I mean, they were, you know, they didn't have a 10-win season for like 20 years or 30 years. Or, or no, it was, it was 20 years, and then Peyton Manning got there, and they had that down year his rookie season. But I think everybody felt like, okay, but at least they're heading in the right direction. So they go from a 20-year run where they're winning at best nine games a year. Peyton Manning gets there, and all of a sudden they're a perennial Super Bowl contender pretty quickly and were a Super Bowl contender for over a decade. He was there 13 years, and he was only in Denver for four. And to your point, it feels like there's a more, more of a connection with Denver in his four years spent there playing than there was Indianapolis when, look, he, he got him a Super Bowl. They went to another one. I just... Right. I don't understand. Like, I, I really don't. Like, and if it was, if it was an amicable split, you would think Jim Irsay would be happy about the fact that, hey, look, Peyton Manning went on. He had success elsewhere, but we're both in agreement that he's going to walk away and he's going to go find work elsewhere. And then it's not like you were sitting there searching for a quarterback. You had Curtis Painter and company when Peyton Manning was out that year with the neck injury, and you ended up landing Andrew Luck. And sorry that Andrew Luck decided to retire early on the sidelines of a preseason game. But it felt like everything, the transition, was set up smoothly on both sides. Yet for some reason, Jim Irsay still has some sort of a bone to pick, it seems like. I'm not going to go that far. but I like, think he it, hates his guts. How about that? Okay. You want to go yeah. that far? 
I mean, that, that's how that, that's how you basically let off the show. Yes. Talking about Joe Missoula getting canned. Um, still haven't really gotten over that. Telling truths here. I, I, well, the, the truth is, if you think about just how humans typically react when I mean, look, there there was a lot of teams who threw in their hat. You were clamoring for Peyton Manning. There was only a handful that ultimately, truly, he was probably going to go to or maybe was interested in. And Denver ended up being the team that was able to, to give him everything he wanted. You know, John Fox and John Elway and, and Adam Gase, the rest of the crew who brought him in, they were willing to adapt. Mike McCoy was a part of that group. They were willing to adapt to the offense that Peyton wanted to bring. And I don't know that many other places were willing to do that. They took a chance on him knowing that there could be a potential issue with his neck. He had to have a number of surgeries. and But they were the ones to be able to invest in him, take a chance in him, build that roster around him. I'm sure he had a ton of uh, influence into in what they were doing, too, in the front office. I mean, everything. And and he probably looked at that thinking to myself, man, like, and by the way, it's an awesome place to live. I'm not saying Indianapolis isn't, but – it was more of like that city, that team and organization opened themselves up to him in his most vulnerable time. If there was ever a time where Peyton Manning felt vulnerable in his career, it was coming off the neck injury. And the Denver Broncos opened up. They gave him everything he wanted. And ultimately, they ha- he had a ton of success during that, that, that time frame. And, and I think that's, too, where you see now where it's like it, it's, it'd be hard to look back at Indy and not you know, feel a little bit of discontent or bitterness, even with all the success and all the time that he spent there. That's just human nature. But I'm looking at Peyton Manning's run. Like, his first three years in Denver, good God, man. Like, it was incredible. Like, good God. Like, I, I'm just, and it was really that three-year run, because the final year, obviously, he dealt with the, he was injured when they finally won that Super Bowl. But from 2012 to 2014, like, he lit the league up. Yeah. Like he was MVP twice, I, I believe. Or did he did he win MVP? I know he won once. I, I know he was all pro both uh, two of those three years, yeah. pro ball obviously for all three, but yeah, I mean he's he, he played as good as anyone. When you throw for fifty almost fifty five hundred yards, like yeah, that's that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> fifty five touchdowns, ten picks. Uh, unbelievable. Like you just you go back and you think about that team. I can't believe it's been a decade, by the way. But you go back and you just think about how great those teams were with, you know, Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker and those guys, and when I, I think he won one MVP there. was second, yeah, was second, yeah. I'm seeing that here. So, uh, but yeah, so apparently uh, that is the situation. Jim Irsay, uh, who likes to fire off some tweets and uh, and ruffle some feathers on social media from time to time. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. The one thing though about Jim Irsay, I will say, nothing artificial, right? Nothing artificial whatsoever. Because did you know that artificial turf on football fields causes 32% more non-contact knee injuries? American Grass Seed Company Pennington is on a mission to ban turf fields with their hashtag Flip the Turf Movement. So go to Pennington.com slash Flip the Turf now to learn more and sign the petition for teams to hashtag Flip the Turf to real grass. All right, so coming up, we are going to have an FSRIR here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, this man doesn't need an IR. Because he won again. He pulls names from hats. He takes $1 lotto scratchers and turns them into over $100. He is the one. He is the only. Eddie Garcia. Thank you, Jonas. Uh, Let's start off with NBA playoff action. Game three, Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat 
No trouble beating the Celtics, 128-102. to Gabe Vincent, career-high 29 points. Duncan Robinson, 22 points. Those are your two high scorers in the win for Miami. Jason Tatum led the Celtics, but he had only 14 points. Miami, the eighth seed in the East, now has a 3-0 series lead. They can follow it up with a sweep on Tuesday on their home court to advance to the NBA Finals. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, Game 2 Western Conference Finals. Golden Knights score late in the third to tie it, then early in overtime to beat the Dallas Stars. 3-2, Chandler Stevenson with the game winner in sudden death. Vegas with a 2-0 series lead, having won both games at home in overtime. Golf at the PGA Championship. Brooks Kepka shot a final round 67, became the first live golfer to win a major. It is his fifth career major victory. He finished two shots better than Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland. Joins only Tiger Woods and Jack Nicklaus's players to win the PGA Championship three times or more in the modern era. Baseball, we had the Brewers beat the Rays 6-4 in a battle of division leaders. That's Tampa's just fourth home loss in 29 games at home this season. Braves get by the Mariners 3-2. The Rangers beat up on the Rockies 13-3 to get a three-game series sweep. Yankees wrap up a three-game sweep of the Reds with a 4-1 win. Mets sweep a doubleheader from the Guardians to take game one 5-4. Max Scherzer, six shutout innings in that one, although he got a no decision. The Mets won. And then they come back and win the second game as well. 2-1 with Justin Verlander on the mound. He went eight innings, allowed one run in getting the win. Mets have won five in a row. Orioles down the Blue Jays 8-3 in 11 innings. Cedric Mullins, a five-hit game for Baltimore. They get the three-game series sweep. Astros shut out the A's 2-0 to win their seventh straight. Framber Valdez, complete game for it, shutout for Houston. They drop Oakland to 10-38 and on the year. Oscar Mercado had five RBI for the Cardinals in their 10-5 win over the Dodgers. The Angels beat the Twins 4-2. Shohei Otani, six innings, one run allowed, nine strikeouts, and a no decision, but the Halos do get the victory. And the White Sox wrap up a sweep of the Royals with a 5 to win. Now back to Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thanks, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned. Doubled seriously. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. All right, so Brady Quinn, I got to ask you a question here. What happened? Like, like what happened with me? Remember when we were at the Breeders' Cup at Keeneland back in November? And you and I are just cruising around after the show, and we're out there, you know, you know, like watching the ponies, making some picks, and we're winning. We're feeling, I mean, like we're feeling good. Like people are trying to take pictures with us. I mean, mostly you, and they're asking me to hold the camera. But it felt like I had finally figured out this horse betting and horse racing thing. I felt yeah. like it really coming to my groove. It was that day you found it yeah. out. And yeah. and since then. There's nobody worse at anything on planet Earth than me picking horses to win races. I would say betting in general you're pretty bad at. Nah, I feel like horse racing is really where I struggle. Like some of the other sports, I feel like, you know, I, I found a groove. Look, I called the Heat. I said the Heat would win that series. I said it would be in six games, but uh, unfortunately it doesn't look like it's going to get to six games with the Boston yeah. Celtics. But when it comes to horse racing, awful. Absolutely awful. One of the horses I picked this week, and I thought, look, it was a what a seven horse or seven or eight horses in the race at the uh, at the Preakness over the weekend. One of the horses that I picked finished dead last. Like at that point, don't even show up to the race. Yeah, I mean, you should probably just quit betting too. That's part of it. Well, where's the fun in that? I mean, I, I don't had, know. I had, it, it was a hell of a race, though. I'll tell you that much. It was I, the, the thing I appreciated the most, though. And it's it's uh, I'm forgetting who, who finished second, but the jockeys down the stretch. Blazing and just, sevens finished second because I also bet on blazing blazing sevens. That's how I know that to win it. Yes, of course you did. Yes, um, but it was it was down the stretch when his jockey 
was kind of you know bumping into and kind of created some contact with, with Jose Velasquez, and I, I just I was watching, thinking to myself like this is you know this there should I thought they were going to make some sort of disqualification because it seemed like there was a lot of intent at least on the side of Blazing Sevens as the horse came into him, but either way, Mage was was the favorite going into it, couldn't really get anything going down the final stretch. I mean, started to make a move, make a run. And, and I know the first half of the leg was, was slow, which somehow <laughs> in talking to the ownership group of, of Mage, it seems like they were upset about that and they didn't maybe like how the horse was positioned. Either way, it doesn't matter. National Treasure ran a hell of a race, wider wire winning that thing. So let, let me ask, so you're trying to say that Blazing Sevens was cheating a bit there, trying to uh, trying to get a little bit of an advantage? Oh, they were trying to get, yeah, I mean, okay. like, go back and watch it. Yeah. The, the way there was kind of contact, they were kind of, you know, a little, little chicken wing, too, back and forth. <laughs> so, so the horse that I picked to win, not only did it not win, but also tried to cheat and still didn't win. Is what Probably should have been me. disqualified, yeah. It's just, it's, I'm so, I'm so terrible. I mean, they say it. Rubin's racing, but that was, I don't know, <laughs> just, that was a little much. I'm so terrible at it. I, look, and, and I'll, I'll say this, for people that, you know, want to, you know, dismiss horse racing, and there's a lot of uh, ugly stuff that goes on with horse racing, whether it's the PEDs that we've talked about <laughs> or, or the horses dying and all the other fun stuff that comes along with that. When you get a race like that down the stretch, it is phenomenal television to be. And and just imagine being there live. It's really really fun. So, yeah. I don't know if your girls are are into the uh into the ponies or into the horse racing, but that might be something that uh that you Oh no, they appearance. They love horse racing. Here's the problem. Last time I tried to take my youngest who was too young. She's now 3, Cassidy. She was so upset she couldn't go down and ride the horses. And there was, like, nothing we could do to console her. So, like, we tried to take her to the paddocks because we wanted her to see the horses. But then she was mad she couldn't, like, ride them. Like, she literally, and, and maybe she was the same size as a jockey, so that's why. Oh, she on. kept looking and, like, yelling at the jockeys because she wanted to turn. And so she was yelling at them for not giving her a turn on the horse. And it was, it was a hard, it's hard to explain at that point. This is, like, over a year ago. Basically, a two-year-old to be able to explain to her why she can't ride the horse because she's been to other little, you know, the zoo or somewhere else where she has. So I, I learned that lesson. There's no <laughs> chance you should be taking a two-year-old ever to the horse track, even though they did think it was cool. It was fun to see the horses run, but she just couldn't understand why she couldn't ride it. Now, now, what was the move to calm her down? Did you just, like, show her, like, take her in and buy I her? I literally went and said, all right, where's your next $10,000, $20,000 horse claiming race? And I debated trying to get an ownership group there around us to go buy the horse just so my daughter would stop crying and so that we could we could just move on the, with the rest of our day. Uh, do you get a- I, I, was, I was talking to people in the crowd. I said, all right, who's in on this? Let's go buy a horse. All right, when everyone finishes dead last, maybe we can get a discount, and we'll just let our kids go right on that. Because there were a few of their kids who were at the race as well. Only ten to twenty thousand dollars. That's it. I thought it would be a lot more expensive than that. Wasn't? Didn't the horse that won the Derby a couple years ago? What was it like fifty thousand dollars? I don't even know if it was it? that much. I thought it might be like a thirty, but it, it might have been a fifty. Wow. Yeah. And turned into. Uh, well, you got to think if you've got a horse that's running in a fifty thousand dollar claiming race and it finishes dead last, that owner. Might be willing just to part ways with it for a much, you know, much lower fee. Great point. It's like a used car at that at that end. Yeah, it's either that or the glue factory, right? Oh, I mean, come on. By the way, is there any uh, truth to that? Like when horses uh, move on or uh, run their final time in life, uh, take their last lap, if you will. Like, does it really I, I go mean, to the glue I, factory? I, I don't know. I have just... no idea. I mean, I, I think you know. Typically, that's where we'd have Lee. 
efforting something like this. Um, I do think Eddie and Berto would be good people to ask in this That's regard, true. though. Right. Berto's got some inside information on how this stuff works. Yeah, so. for, for the uh, the glue factory when it comes to horses. Yeah, we will uh, we will effort uh, some of the information on that. Uh, maybe a, a spokesman from Elmer's uh, will chime in at some point in time. Well, rubber uh, cement. Like, what does rubber cement fall in the mix there? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, not sure. But does anybody use Elmer's anymore? Seems like it doesn't work. Elmer's comes out uh, vehemently saying no horses are used in their glue. Okay, so Elmer's. Well, does why do say they have that? a horse in their label then? That's a good question. Hey Lee, is that a hey, horse? <laughs> is that a horse on the Elmer's glue? I thought it was a cow. On the oh, Elmer's I thought it was glue. a horse back oh. in the day. Is it not? Okay. I don't know. I mean, is if it, it cow? if it is, it's a, a pretty cruel prank to play it's a mean joke yeah uh, that glue always smelled good yeah <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen kids eat that in class Elmer's <laughs> no. glue like kids i've seen adults eat, eat that oh, it's just <laughs> so nasty i don't know how anybody but yeah there's something about it when you smelled it you're like oh it's arts this and crafts good, time. Yeah. yeah like that is stuck to old macaroni when you're making necklaces <laughs> oh you <know>, that's right <laughs> yeah. that was always the move back in the day uh it is two pros and a cup of joe here on fox sports radio brady quinn jonas knox with you here all right it's coming up next it is a monday tradition we report any issues injuries ailments it's the fsrir right here on fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up, top of next hour, about 15 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios, uh, somebody tried to pull off a sneaky move in the world of sports over the weekend. Very sneaky. Unfortunately, we're on to them. We're on to them, and we're going to discuss that for you again a little over 15 minutes from now here on FSR. And before we get to another FSR IR, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. After your sports weekend. Happens. So it's time to get the FSR IR report. All right, Braden Quinn. What do we Oh, got? it's just up to me because you never have an IR story. Listen, Is that I, got, how I got an IR. I just, you All know, right, what's your IR story? called being polite. Uh, okay. I'm starting to notice as my son gets older that uh, he's a lot like me. Like there's. There's a lot of things. Passive aggressive? No, no, no. That's that's not the case. A at all. contrarian? No, that's not the case okay. at all. Um, he just decide. He's at this point where he just decides. No, I don't want to eat. I'm not doing it. I- I'll make him stuff. I'll have everything lined up. I'll put it together. I'm not the world's greatest chef in the world, but I, you know, I'll get him all dialed in. I'll have some fruit. I'll have a little tiny piece of toast. I'll have some some eggs with some no salt seasoning added on. You know, a little little uh, you know Mrs. Dash thrown in there. I've got it all lined up for him and ready to go. Hey buddy, what do you think? We'll give this one a give this one a whirl, and he'll do this. No, 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 no and wave his finger at me like he's Dikembe Mutombo. I swear yeah. to God. Well, and that's just y- the move. You know how kids learn, right? How's that? They watch their parents. Yeah. Yeah, so so one of the, the tricks that I learned is if you want your kids to eat, sometimes you have to sit down and eat with them. Yeah. It makes it a little easier for them then to watch what their dad's doing or their mom's doing yeah. and then eat as well. So I, I think that might be something where you're not going to yeah. like it, but you might have to change your habits about Right. The, uh, the intermittent fasting, uh, probably not the best move for a, a child at two years old. So, yeah, I've, I've noticed that. There's just other little things to where I'm like, ah, where does he get that from? And then I realize, oh, man, 
Yeah, that's that's me. Like that's that's something that I would do. Gets yeah. gets frustrated at something. Uh, you know, if he's if he's trying to get stuff done and things are you know being a distraction, he'll get frustrated and then just sort of walk away out of pure anger. Like I just like these little things pop up throughout the course of the day with him that I realize, man, that's some stuff I probably got to work on. You know, yeah. all these years later, I finally figured it out. Who needs therapy when you got that to be reminded of? So <laughs> there's that. Well, my issue is last night went to a very nice dinner with my in-laws and my wife. What up, in-laws? Uh, and uh, I ate so much food, I had I had to literally leave the table and go for a walk. I, I was like, I was uncomfortably full, <clears throat> and, and I haven't done that in a long time. And and I, as I was walking, I was thinking to myself, why do you do this? Like, wh- like why? And, and and I know why. It's because I don't get many opportunities to go out and really go to that particular restaurant and really enjoy. But every single step of the way, I, I, I'm the exact opposite of your IR story because I was so uncomfortably full, and I just I, I had to take a walk. I think I walked like half a mile. What kind of I food are we up. talking about? Uh, it was kind of an assortment, all, all sorts of things. I mean, everything from from sushi to I think I had some tacos mixed in there at one point, <laughs> and, and empanada as well. <laughs> um, it might have been a half burger that was down at one point. So it was, it was, a, it was a lot of food. I, I really didn't eat yesterday until that meal. So Yeah, so what's wrong with that? So you, you well, stayed I, up and you got I, after I, it. I felt like probably how a snake feels when it tries to eat like an alligator. And it's like trying to swallow the whole thing. But you knew during the course of the meal that you needed to stop and you just couldn't. Uh, there's no chance. I was <laughs> like, well, I know there's another course coming out and I know how good that's going to be. So I'm going to keep eating that. Yeah, like sometimes there's the struggle. Like I learned if you go to certain restaurants that have bread rolls, when they bring the bread out. Like, yeah, you're like, you're like Mastro's where you tend to go, you know. I've, not, I've actually never been there. I don't know what that That's place is true. like. How is that place? It seems like, I mean, yeah, uh, I've sent you gift cards there, so you must have re-gifted I them. I don't know. The uh, cheap ass that you I are. I don't know. It's not true. You know that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it, I've, I've run into that issue where you, you get you stuff up on bread and uh, and all the other fun stuff that comes along with it. And then next thing you know, the meal comes out. And then do you take stuff home to go? Are you one of those? You go doggy bag route? Or you, uh, are oh, you, I uh, for sure will. Okay. But, like, last night I wasn't leaving anyone. But there was no one left behind. If there was if there was something on the table, I was cleaning that up. I was not gonna. I mean, the, f- the food was too good. So. Because I'm I'm more I'm into the doggy bag route. Like I'll eat a portion of the meal, and then I don't like to eat the whole thing, and then I'll just take the rest home and then pick at it later on. I like to pick. You know. Uh, we should never eat in the, in the same room. I would make fun of you for not eating at that moment the rest of the meal. Yeah, just half it up. You know, it's like half. the least masculine thing you can do. Yeah, but every other element of my day is all about masculinity. It's so really not. It is. I mean, can I get Birdo to weigh in on this one? Everything from the weightlifting to everything that comes along with that. I, I, I bet Birdo would rather eat it than take it to go and wait till later. Birdo, you're not a doggy bag guy? Actually, uh, uh, no, nah, I'm not going to sit there and eat the whole thing. I can't. Yeah, I, won't eat it, I won't eat it the same day, though. I'll eat it the next day. Yeah, you take it home. Oh, that's just disgraceful. What's, what's I disgraceful? Can't, I can't eat. I can't for, eat someone, like, for someone who loves food as much as you do, Birdo, that's so disappointing. I can't. I can't eat like I used to. I have one meal a day. Well, it's I tried hard. yesterday. It did not work out well. Yeah. By the way, the, and the older you get, the more you realize how much we were lied to growing up. Well, breakfast is the most important meal yeah, of the day, of and you eat three meals a day. Man, my ass. When's the last time you guys actually had three meals a day? It's, it's I don't been, know, probably Saturday. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're being real. Here's what I will say to that, though, for kids. 
you and again like this is just from experience i've got four look when kids don't eat they get in bad moods that's when yes. they act up that's when they act out <laughs> yes you gotta you gotta continually give them an energy source so yes. they, just, they stay consistent that's why they need three four five snacks meals whatever you want to call them a day and and i've also i've seen with my son like i had this where when i was a kid if i would have a bowl of cereal i would eat part of it and then i'd walk away and do something and then i would come back so i would like in intervals like i was always like that as a kid like i think my body would just tell me man if you go if you go that hard and you finish off the rest of the bowl you're not going to feel great so i would just i would leave for like 10 15 minutes and come back so going hard for you is not finishing a bowl cereal. that's how that was my thought process as a kid like that's how i just i i thought about it i just i didn't want to eat the entire thing because i just felt like i can't eat cereal i get a headache all the sugar it, well like a headache from sh- cereal yeah all the sugar yeah what yeah it'll give me a headache sugar gives you headaches well yeah when you're pre-diabetic it's probably not a good idea <laughs> sugar uh, cereal <laughs> yeah it's probably I mean, why you, you don't have to tell us all of your medical conditions for- <laughs> my god <laughs> for- well, good though by the, by the way Berto- i've never heard anyone tell me sugar gives them a headache though That's Berto makes it seem like he's about to get a hand removed like come on man everything's fine <laughs> it's all good Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.